1: Have you ever wanted to be a superhero? Join clinical psychologist Dr. Janina Scarlett and host Dustin McGinnis as they explore the psychology behind your favorite TV shows, movies, books, comics, video games, and more. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Superhero Therapy with Dr. Janina Scarlett. I'm your host Dustin McGinnis, I am a musician, filmmaker, and all-around fanboy.
0: everyone. I am Dr. Janina Scarlett. I'm a clinical psychologist, author, and a full-time geek.
1: So today we are going to be actually doing a video podcast and our podcast and we're going to be doing it on a coronavirus. We're going to have a discussion and hopefully answer some questions that might be going about there.
0: Talk about ways that we can better manage this pandemic. Talk about ways that we can Stay in close contact with one another even while practicing social distancing.
1: First and foremost, this situation is a bit scary for everybody.
0: Understandably. Um,
1: Yes, and it can instigate some anxieties. What can we all do to remain more level-headed and keep our cool and provide hope and inspiration Mm -hmm. to others?
0: I do wanna say that the goal here is not necessarily to be free of anxiety, it's to have the right amount of anxiety, right? Anxiety, much like stress, it can actually be helpful in that it keeps us vigilant as opposed to complacent, for example. Anxiety can remind us to be careful, to wash our hands, to keep our distance outside of our immediate household of at least six feet apart from other people. But of course, too much anxiety can send us into a state of panic. It can actually negatively affect our physical and mental health. And so I think a way that we can manage that is to probably limit the amount of time that we're spending on social media, especially when it comes to reading the news. I do think that staying up to date is important, but perhaps limiting our news intake to no more than five at most, 10 minutes a day. And
1: also watch what you're paying attention to. I mean a a good source Mm -hmm. always is to go back to the CDC website just.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Making sure that you're using a trusted source. So if you if you live in the United States then uh, following Center for Disease Control or an equivalent um, website within your own home region. Of course it does make sense to make sure that the source of information is accurate but also it's important to limit the amount of time you're spending following this information because as emotional human beings and by emotional i mean humans who are capable of emotion we are (laughs) we are naturally very empathic and what that means is that if we see one individual who is highly anxious we might also become highly anxious Mm -hmm. think about what happens in little children when they are seeing another child crying, they might also start crying. And so same thing happens in adults when we're seeing somebody experiencing a lot of anxiety, we might also start to feel anxious ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to create a balance between spending some amount of time watching the news and quite a bit amount of time engaging in productivity and also just as importantly in social connection. And so I think that nowadays when we're practicing social distancing physically, we really need to be connecting emotionally. And so what that means is perhaps reaching out to loved ones through Zoom or Skype or WhatsApp or FaceTime or or many different apps, maybe having virtual game nights or watching TV shows or movies together. I don't know if you guys know this.
1: I'm reaching out to you right now. (laughs)
0: virtually virtually Virtually. while keeping at least six feet apart
1: and my hands are washed
0: that's true (laughs) i don't know if you guys know this but google chrome just created a free extension which allows netflix users to create something called netflix party Uh, We actually used it yesterday with our friends. And so uh, what that means is that you can create, uh, you can download this free extension and you can stream a Netflix video and invite your friends where all of you are watching one movie or one TV show live. And
1: then there's a chat little column in the side where you guys can communicate and talk about the movie and make fun of it if you want to. We (laughs) were watching the other guys and let me tell you, there's a lot of stuff you can laugh about.
0: It was, it was a really good way to connect with friends to find some comedy which I think was really necessary in such a dark time.
1: Another thing that we are often hearing in this situation is about the more vulnerable crowd. I happen to you know live with Janina who is you know compromised, and you know there's elderly people are there ways we can help the more vulnerable population, even from our own homes.
0: Thank you for asking that. And actually, as somebody who is immunocompromised, I so appreciate the efforts of all the individuals who are practicing social distancing on purpose, who are washing their hands frequently, who are taking the initiative to work from home and to limit their amount of social interactions outside of the home, face-to-face social interactions outside of the home, because Although for many younger people with healthy immune systems, this kind of virus will hopefully only be uncomfortable but manageable, for people like myself with compromised immune system and for people who are elderly, this kind of virus can be deadly. And so what might seem like a really small and insignificant action, such as washing your hands frequently or staying home or abstaining from handshake or or a hug from individuals outside of your immediate household might seem like such a small act but that's an action that is actually saving lives because even if you're not showing symptoms it doesn't mean that you're not a carrier and by practicing social distancing you might be stopping the spread of this virus and again potentially saving lives and that's being a hero
1: right and that's what we can all be heroes. I love it.
0: I actually think it's so lovely how many people out there are helping other people. I think it's so easy to think, well, people are awful. It's easy to think that people don't care. You know, when we got boggled down with news, we think that what we see in one or two articles applies to the entire world. And what's interesting about social media paradigms is that they become kind of like a magnet so what i found is that if you're likely to open one article let's say an article related to fear an article related to how bad the pandemic is or how certain people are being irresponsible and contributing to the spread of the pandemic and so it might mean that the next day you might receive 10 more articles that are recommended for you on your particular social media platform that will just be conveniently pulled up for you on whether it's Facebook or Twitter or whatever you're using. But that doesn't mean that that's the whole picture. And I think we need to purposely look out for this kind of a trap essentially. And we can look at other news too. We can look at news of people helping people. And... Find ideas of how to, how we also can help our community. We can contribute to the Red Cross, for example. We can contribute to hospitals. If we have any extra supplies, maybe we can donate them. Maybe if you are someone that is fairly low risk, you can support the elderly people in your community. Or maybe not buy certain items that you don't need. There are certain items that individuals who are maybe not earning as much money might be in... In
1: in California, for instance, there is a program called WIC, which essentially is a low-income family support system. They get allotted a certain amount of money, I guess, but it's all specifically towards WIC, and they can only purchase WIC items. And if we go in and we buy up all the WIC items, these people that only have this kind of, say, income and support yeah, and support they, they are not going to be able to buy or purchase anything especially things like formula and diapers mm-hmm. and you know milk and eggs okay. and there's a lot of essentials that these these families need
0: so I think the important part here is to buy what we need, of course, but also not to go as far as to just panic buy everything in the store, especially items that would be more important for vulnerable population if we're not a part of that mm-hmm. vulnerable population, considering how our choices might impact other people.
1: Right. So you kind of briefly mentioned earlier about you know how we are... Kind of getting into this isolated zone where we're practicing social distancing and we're staying in our homes and we're abstaining from social events and things like that outside of the home and gatherings. It's important to keep those connections, right? So, besides like the Netflix app and things like that, how else can we stay in touch and remain social during these times?
0: Maybe looking through your contacts in your phone and seeing who are some of the people that you haven't spoken to in a while. Maybe keeping in mind, if something happened to this person, would you regret not having called them right now? And I know that's a chilling thought, but it's also an important one because a lot of times we think that there's more time. We think that we'll always be able to catch up with old friends or family members, but then times goes by and either something might happen to us or something might happen to them. And sometimes it might be too late. And I know in my life I've had plenty of regrets in terms of not um, spending enough time with people that were really important to me who I unfortunately didn't get to say goodbye to later. I think keeping in touch, whether it's through text or through Zoom or through FaceTime, and I think also being creative. I think that there are a lot of activities that we can recreate at home, that we previously might have been doing out and about with groups of people. So I know people who are having virtual drinks with friends. For oh my example. gosh! I saw
1: this family who created the whole pirates of the, ride. Yeah, pirates, the pirates of the Caribbean, of Caribbean. from Disneyland great. ride in their own home. I mean, it was awesome
0: yeah and I think watching old videos that you might have taken on your phone looking through old memories (laughs) and finding creative ways to relive some of the things that you enjoy
1: yeah this gave me an opportunity to go back through some hard drives and I found this old college video of me and I have this long flowing hair (laughs) and I'm running around a desert in my boxers and (laughs) you know it's one of those things where you're like man if this didn't happen I probably wouldn't have revisited this era and got embarrassed really it is embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> but it is fun you know to see these things and yeah to reestablish these contacts that you haven't had in a long time it is good to reach out to people that's for sure i'm I, finding it
0: personally. i also think that taking an opportunity to do something that you've been delaying for a long time because you might have felt too busy for example learning a language or reorganizing your bookshelf or learning how to draw or writing your novel I think that we can look at this as an opportunity to practice some of the things that we have been putting on hold. And also being very kind to our local doctors and pharmacists and nurses who are sacrificing their lives, their health and their time with their families because a lot of times they're not able to interact with their families but they have to practice social distancing within their own families because of their work environment so i think maybe offering to support families of people who are engaging in saving the world right now
1: right and of course mental health mental health right now is probably a very significant asset it wouldn't be very difficult to help out in donating to crisis text hotlines and things like that There's a lot of people out there that are really struggling in this time.
0: And if you're someone who's struggling, then definitely reach out. In the United States, the crisis text line number is 741741. Many other countries also have their own crisis text lines that are free and confidential that you might be able to reach out to. I also think creating an online community or joining an online community for example for supernatural fans out there hashtag sbn for supernatural sbn family allows you to connect with thousands of supernatural fans on twitter where just posting hashtag spn family and then posting Mm -hmm. some kind of a message for example going through a hard time could really use some support right now can allow you to find friends and community Online, that you might be able to engage with.
1: Right. I was looking on the CDC website and I have heard that because of these shortages and, you know, some folks buying too many items that are unnecessary, like hand sanitizer and disinfectant sprays and things like that, they do have like a, a home uh, thing. And again, this is from the CDC's website, so I just wanted to say that you can dilute your household bleach and you can make this bleach solution and essentially it's five tablespoons or one-third cup of bleach per gallon of water or four teaspoons of bleach per quart of water and what this can do is it can make a disinfectant so you can have something to clean your countertops and clean your your doorknobs and whatever else you need to disinfect. It's just another way, I mean, a lot of people have bleach. And one thing they also recommended is to make sure that the bleach is not expired Mm -hmm. because they can't guarantee that expired bleach will kill the coronavirus, but regular bleach will.
0: So you can always put this solution in a spray bottle or perhaps in a regular bottle. Just make sure you mark it so that you know you and your housemates know what this is. And you can use a paper towel to wipe the surface after you spray it.
1: And again, the CDC website is probably the best bet on getting up-to-date facts and, and things that are going about. Because sometimes the information we get is here and there and we don't know what's real. But at least there you know that you know it's coming from a reliable source a reliable source for sure, sure during sure. this time. Just a reminder with those CDC facts and everything that there is currently no vaccine to prevent the coronavirus. I have seen some that say that there's a vaccine. It's not true at this point anyway.
0: At least not as of March 21st, 2020, mm-hmm. there's not yet a vaccine.
1: right. The best way to prevent this illness is to avoid being exposed, obviously, that's why we're practicing social distancing. The virus is thought to spread mainly from person to person, between people who are close in contact with one another within about six feet. It's generally distributed through respiratory droplets produced when the infected person coughs or sneezes. These droplets can land in the mouths and noses of people who are nearby and possibly inhale it into their lungs.
0: It is really important that individuals practice social distancing outside of their household, but also within the household, if someone gets sick, it is very important that that person isolates from other people, that they go into quarantine, it would be advisable that they use separate silverware, dishes, cups, etc., towels, towels, Mm -hmm. and ideally have a separate room that they're able to reside in as they're going through their difficulty
1: so basically just stay safe out there wash your hands stay healthy and keep doing what you're doing let's keep trucking
0: so we're going to be having more podcasts and videos in the upcoming weeks we would love to hear from you we'd love to know what you're going through how you're Mm -hmm. coping uh please reach out to us on social media either on twitter or instagram or you can leave a comment on our website. So you can find me on Twitter at ShadowQuill or Instagram, Dr. Janina Scarlet Official.
1: You can find me on... Twitter at the Valiant Geek and on Instagram as Cinema Lord. I'm not on Instagram a lot, so I'm I'm, I'm trying to uh, get into that zone a little bit more. But another way that you can reach us is on our Patreon page, uh, Superhero Therapy podcasts or Superhero Therapy. You can search us on Patreon, join our community.
0: Where at, you can find Dustin's embarrassing beach video.
1: Yes, that's, he thinks that's it's embarrassing.
0: There. I don't. I actually
1: think it's adorable. <laughs> it's actually not a beach. It's a desert. It is a desert. <laughs> <laughs> Which this is probably an ancient beach if you really look at it but you know so
0: if you want to see a 20 year old Dustin with long blonde wind-blowing
1: hair <laughs> and hey boxers <laughs> and, and super pale legs let me tell you <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm already embarrassed and actually since we're recording video you can probably see that I'm blushing <laughs> But we just wanted to reach out and let you know that we're here. Um, If you want to talk to us, if you want to reach out, tell us what you're going through. uh, Give us some good hints or some tips. If you want to reach out in any way, we're more than happy to talk to you. And who knows, maybe we can even have a Patreon community where we have a movie night with everybody. And we're all sitting there communicating and having a great time. And just, you know, making the best of the situation that we're in. So I just want to say, keep doing what you're doing, stay home, be safe out there, everybody. And remember that you're already a superhero. Thank you.